I felt like I was missing out. Like my partner would go on trampolines with the kids and I would never do it. Um, just didn't want to join in or I'd see videos of myself and I was just mortified by how much weight I'd put on. Losing weight isn't easy and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real life success stories from normal everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hello everyone, Carl here with another Weight Loss Warrior episode. I hope you're doing well and looking after yourselves. Today I'm joined by Sam from Wigan. How are you doing, Sam? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> good, you had a, had a good week so far? Yeah, okay, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, if we could start off, Sam, would you mind just telling us a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah, I'm 32 now, I think. I think you lose track after 30. Um, I've got two kids, uh, live in Wigan, and I work as a social worker. Fantastic. So a difficult job in itself and um, managing that with family life of two children. I imagine being 32, your, your children are quite young as well. Yeah, um, my oldest is nine um, and youngest is six. Okay, so so not not a million miles away from the same age as, as the age of my children, seven and five. So you're a couple of years ahead of me. Um, but, is it, but they keep you busy, that's for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, very busy. Excellent. And so, Sam, you're on the show today as, as our newest weight loss warrior because you have lost a considerable amount of weight. Um, and, and we're going to look at that journey today and, and discuss your success story, which is absolutely fantastic. So could you just tell us a little bit of, of the backstory before you started to lose weight, you know, growing up, if you've struggled with weight for a number of years and just really how that looks, you know, as it, going through life until you made that decision to lose weight? Yeah, I've I've always been um, quite overweight from a young age. When I was 15, um, I ended up um, having an operation um, to have one of my ovaries removed because it had grown um, cysts. And it turned out I have something called polycystic ovaries. Um, so if you ever kind of look into that, it's it's um, it's something where you, hormones are, are different and um you can struggle kind of when you eat carbohydrates your body can struggle to break down sugars from carbohydrates so I'd always kind of battled with my weight um and then when I was a teenager I'd, I'd, I kind of went into a little bit of an Atkins diet and lost a little bit of weight and then um when I had my children I just piled on weight really really quickly I think when you're kind of struggling with weight anyway um and then you have children it can just kind of snowball out of control um especially for somebody you know doesn't break down sugar and carbohydrate a lot of the time when you're sleep deprived you just eat kind of fast food and snacks and stuff um so it it just really snowballed and it got to a point where I was getting to a size 22 after I'd had my second child um I think I was around about 26, 27. Um, and 
from there, the weight just kept piling on. Uh, I got to a point where my heaviest recorded weight was 19 stone, but potentially it could have been higher than that. Um, I just wouldn't weigh myself at the time. Uh, I was just busy with work and busy with kids and I I just didn't want to address my weight at all. Um, My diet was really poor. I was eating a lot of carbs and high fat food and just not being very healthy. My portion sizes were huge Um, and I was just really struggling with my weight, getting breathless, uh, getting up and down the stairs and doing stuff with my kids. I felt like I was missing out, like my partner would go on trampolines with the kids and I would never do it um just didn't want to join in or I'd see videos of myself and I was just mortified by how much weight I'd put on um especially since I'd kind of battled with it for so long and kept my weight down before I had kids I'd I'd, you know kept up with fitness and um was kind of trying to maintain a steady weight so I've, I've always been kind of curvy and overweight but I'd never got that big because my mum was quite strict from a young age with me because I had this problem. Um, so as soon as that kind of control had, had gone, um, it totally snowballed and I ended up um, well, probably over 19 stone. Obviously, first of all, being diagnosed with PCOS, that, that's something that's going to impact you in a number of reasons at a young age and provide additional concerns and worries just for your health and fertility and and not to mention all the other side effects that come as a result of that into including weight gain or the inability to break down the sugars and controlling your weight becomes more difficult and I've actually spoken to a couple of other ladies who are going to have their episodes on here who also have PCOS and so they have gone into a bit more detail as well and, and it was something I was never really that aware of if I'm honest with you but looking into it a bit more and how that can impact weight loss and you do have to really be quite careful I think and um so so that must have been quite difficult first of all in itself but then combined with then having children running around with work with your children everything else it's normal I think but you probably don't put yourself first you probably don't you know give yourself that time or attention that, that you could do before just for the sake of having kids it's, you, you lose all your free time yeah it's true I just I felt like I didn't have any before having kids I I had a really good routine I was quite strict with myself I liked going to the gym and my mum had just instilled it in me from a really young age because my mum was the same she was always really overweight and um, had problems with her hormones and stuff so um, it had just been instilled in me and when I had kids it, it just all crumbled under lack of time and just sleep deprivation and fast food that that was it really I'd lost all of those foundations that I built really okay and and not to mention the fact that obviously that the weight gain that comes with pregnancy and having children and the the way your body changes just from having a child it make it difficult to get back to how you were before I think it's those temptations are more difficult to control when you're pregnant. You know, usually you can tell yourself no um, or set yourself a limit. But I found when I was pregnant, I was just so hungry and craving things all the time. And I think once you start those unhealthy habits, they're really hard to break once they're, once they're there. Yeah. And, a, and another thing that someone said to me, and yeah, you know, I, I don't want to come on this podcast especially as a guy and saying oh you know this is what happens when you're pregnant because obviously I've not 
been pregnant. So I can only go by experiences with my wife and friends who I've seen who are pregnant. But but one of them said to me that when she fell pregnant, she saw that as a green light to really eat whatever she wanted without giving any kind of care to herself. Obviously, there's things you shouldn't eat when you're pregnant because it could be dangerous for the baby. But it's almost like when you go on an all-inclusive holiday and you know it's, you know, it's only for a short period of time. So you're just going to kind of put your jogging bottoms on and, and go for it. And, and this is what she said it was like. It was just an excuse, you know, before it was kind of like I'd be, I'd be bothered if my stomach was overly bloated I'd be bothered about you know but it was just inevitably happening that I was gaining this weight so it's kind of like oh well (laughs) you know I'm eating for two uh yeah exactly exactly and I think that's quite a common thing and so then you you made a decision um and and when what was that decision tell me about leading up to that and, and what happened for you to decide okay I'm gonna lose weight Oh, there was there was all sorts going on. I think, like I was saying earlier about um, just trying to keep up with my children and feeling like I'm missing out, almost embarrassment really, you know, kind of being in scenarios where you're on a plane and your seatbelt doesn't reach. Um, it was just, mo- I was just mortified. I'd, that, I'd never been so big in my life. I'd, I'd always kind of managed to keep some level of control over it. Um Things in my re- my relationship was breaking down with my partner. You know, I've I've been with my partner since. I mean, I'm 32 now. We've been together since we were 19, and I mean, he never minded me being kind of curvy. I'd always been curvy, but I think it, I wasn't curvy anymore. I was I was morbidly obese, um, and I just felt like my relationship wasn't what it what what it once was. Um, we'd kind of like lost that I don't know maybe that spark had disappeared and it sounds kind of like a taboo subject really like he was really kind about it he was trying to do exercise videos with me trying to change his diet kind of you know putting him you know getting healthy snacks and things like that um for me but I just did not want to address it at all and I think he found that really frustrating and our relationship was just, it wasn't good. It was really unhealthy. Um, and we were at a point where it felt like, you know, maybe we need to split up. Um, and part of me was thinking, you know, even if we split up, I would be, I'd, I'd just be really miserable. You know, I'm miserable with myself now. If I was miserable and alone and my family's kind of, you know, as kind of come apart um I'd just be even worse off um so I'd, I'd, it just felt like everything was going wrong um I wasn't doing anything about it and my relationship was failing um and I just thought it's enough so not to try and I've just got to try and get hold of it I, I, I couldn't before I'd tried like other diets like Slimming World and I don't know whether it's just it's because of the PCOS, but I just found out I was gaining weight because I had unlimited pasta and stuff like that. It just didn't work for me at all. Um, and it just felt like it was another letdown, another failure. Um, so, yeah, I think that was the finally the thing that made me do something. And that's something, again, that I think is probably far more common than people are often willing to talk about publicly. And this is something I'll never on the podcast push because people's personal relationships at home are personal. But 
I'm fully aware. You said, you know, it can be seen as a bit of a taboo subject, but I, I agree with you though, that it's something that it's normal. But if one of the two people are not happy with themselves, it makes having a, a happy relationship difficult. And it sounds as though you, you had a good level of support there from your partner who was doing everything that he could. But if you weren't willing to address it yourself or to make a change or do something, I, I imagine his, his best efforts were kind of falling on deaf ears. They were. And I, I did have friends at the time that kind of said, oh, I can't believe, you know, he, he thinks he's, he's not just accepting of you as you are. Um, and I, I found that really difficult because I think he, he'd always loved me. I think when I, I don't think we were talking about love. I think it was, I'd lost all my motivation to do anything. Um, and I think parts of your relationship kind of go downhill when you've just got no motivation and you're lacking any kind of self-esteem. Um, and I think it was kind of like, he'd always loved me. It wasn't really about that. I guess it was kind of like, maybe there was a level of attraction that was gone and my own self-worth, you know, I was really covering myself up and wearing like loads of baggy clothing and just, I just wasn't myself anymore. I wasn't wearing makeup or doing my hair, you know, the way I would have done before. Um, it's difficult, isn't it? Because I think my mum had kind of done that to me at, at a younger age where she'd said, you know, Sam, you've got to address your weight. Um, and it was kind of like all coming back to me again, you know, um, but obviously my mum loves me and my partner loves me. It wasn't a matter of this person doesn't love you anymore. It was a case of, you know, somebody telling you how far is this going to go before you do something about it. Yeah. And and this is the, the fine line, I think. And okay, it's, it's normal for a friend to react like that and say to you, you know, I can't believe he doesn't accept you for who you are. But at the same time, if he can see you unhappy, if he can see you going through a difficult moment, and probably needing need, you needing to be carried a little bit and and helped in a way that you couldn't help yourself. And the opposite of that, I guess, would be for him to sit back and say, no, no, you carry on and do what you want. But it sounds as though your headspace at that time wasn't in a position where you were actually, I, I say capable with respect, but, but in a position where you were capable of really doing that on your own until you've made that decision, okay, now I'm going to do something. And it's, it's tricky. Yeah, it's kind of like watching self-harm, really. And I guess, like, if I'd have had a drug problem, um, you know, and he didn't, and he, he said something to me, people might have been like, oh, yeah, you know, sure, that's fine. You know, you did have a problem and it needed to be addressed. But it's kind of like, it was a bit like a, not, I'm not comparing it to a drug problem, well, I am, I guess, but I suppose it was a bit like that, just watching myself destruct, really. Yeah, and food addiction is a real thing and you know you can I think it is something that can be compared because a lot of it carries a lot of the same sentiments as a, a drug addiction obviously the impact and the effects are different on the body but the need to or the, the hole you kind of can get yourself into that's difficult to get out of is something that you need help with and that's absolutely fine well, yeah, that I, I've I've had friends that that have said to me that you know, um, oh yeah, when I go on like an all inclusive holiday, I just eat and drink what I want because I'm on holiday, and I think that's fine, um, when you can control that addiction. I mean, I've got friends that smoke, um, that only smoke when they go on nights out, and the rest of the time they don't smoke. 
I'm just not that person um you know if I smoke I smoke (laughs) it doesn't I don't have like a level of control and I guess like it's similar to like if if I'm on holiday and I'm all inclusive and I just say right I'm going to drink and eat whatever I want whilst I'm here it's going to be hard when I get home to break that habit because I struggle to do that so and I guess it's like if I was alcohol dependent you wouldn't say oh you're on holiday drink till you drop and when you get home you won't drink at all you know I think it's just one of those where that I I really struggle to to kind of maintain um you know those habits and and also we've talked about this on, on previous episodes but if you have a drug addiction gambling addiction alcohol addiction you can remove those things from your life but with food you you can't do that you can't just decide okay I'm never going to eat again because I have a, a bad relationship with food you, you still need to eat so that that's in itself a, something quite tricky. So um, you, you were at that stage where you thought, okay, enough's enough. I want to do something. And, and what was your next step, Sam? What, what did you do next? I just uh, started looking at recipes. Obviously, I'd, I'd lost weight before um, when I was a lot younger, um, before I had the kids. Um, so I knew kind of I had those foundations around what I needed to do reducing my carbs um but then I just started my when my friend talked to me about keto um it just introduced me to things that I guess Atkins hadn't done Atkins was very very strict um like very much veg meat salad and that that was it um and I think on keto there was a lot more information around food you can just buy from the shop um and it's quick and easy and you don't I guess you don't have to make meat and veg and salad all the time there's actually just things you can buy in a shop um it just made it more accessible so I just started by changing my diet and then I didn't I was I was really big at the time well in in my mind I was really big um so I just started doing exercises at home um and I just thought my kids have got a trampoline outside so I started using that um, and I thought, well, at least, you know, nobody can see me. I can do it here and nobody's around and it's just time to do, you know, take that to myself. And I, I just, I started doing it kind of week by week, um, setting myself a little bit of a goal. I didn't follow anything or, do, you know, do anything specific. It was just myself Googling and doing my own little bits of research online um, and doing a little bit of exercise at home. And that's just where it all kind of snowballed. That's fantastic because a, a lot of people find that they need the guidance and the way of doing it, you know, to be to get them started. But it sounds as though you you took your own initiative and past experiences so that you could actually do it yourself. And um, just by it sounds like making some small changes, you know, the food you were eating, going out of a trampoline, it, it kind of gained momentum from there for you. Yeah, yeah. I had a Fitbit as well and that got me, I think it was like the time where Fitbits were really in. And um, just looking at how many steps I was doing, I started, you know, walking the school run, whereas a lot of the time I was driving. It it just didn't make sense. I don't know why I did it. Like I'd walked to the shop as well. So it was just thinking about how much I'm moving, um, things like that. Just small changes, like you say, to my daily routine that I could actually fit in. That's really good. That's really good. And so did you start to see the weight coming off quite 
quickly straight away because I remember you saying at the beginning you didn't actually even weigh yourself because you, you weren't well and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because obviously we we talk so much about how people become obsessed with a number on the scales and it's obviously good to see the trend line going down and the, you're losing weight but I think there's a lot of other ways you can see yourself losing weight and, and know that it's working yeah exactly. I felt like if I see how big I am um it might just put me off and it, it I remember at the beginning kind of feeling like this is impossible and I really don't know if I'm going to be able to do it I've got myself so big I really don't know whether I can go back um and I just felt like if I weigh myself it's just going to be another you know another letdown um another failure really and I don't know you know am I going to lose my confidence with myself if I if I start weighing myself now I just thought well let me just get myself in the right headspace I was really determined to do it um at the time and I think when you've got that spark you know you, you've really got to hold on to it as much as you can and I thought if I see the you know the way it might just put me off and think it's too far to go that's fair enough and you know everyone's different and you have to find what works for you and it sounds as though you you had quite a solid plan quite quickly and then just by making those different changes and like you said walking to the shops and doing the school run instead of driving makes all the difference because those steps add up and it's it's movement that you wasn't doing before that's right yeah and it can, um, make, a big and it can make a big impact yeah and any, any exercise when you're on a lower carb diet any exercise matters because you're not eating the carbohydrates that you would otherwise be then exercising off if that makes, if that makes yeah, sense yeah yeah no it, it does because I, I'm familiar with keto so I, it makes perfect sense so so I wanted to ask you Sam were you fully into the keto method while you were doing this I think it was just kind of very hazy um I wasn't kind of on this strict I know I I've, obviously I do go on Instagram and I've, I've got loads of people that I follow and they follow me that are really strict into keto and they count everything and they've asked me before how many carbs are in that um and I, I was not ever that strict um I just kept ingredients quite minimal so I knew it was low carb and I kept my food to kind of keto friendly choices but I never kind of counted how many carbs I was eating in a day and how much fat I was eating in a day I never um like measured that at all really no that's absolutely fine I was just curious and the reason I say it is because I've tried keto in the past but the thing that put me off was the fact that and for people who are not familiar with keto it takes time for your body when you start eating keto friendly diets you're basically taking all the carbs or the majority of carbs out of your diet and then that has an impact on your body where your body starts creating something called ketogens, which then uses fat as your main energy source. So you're burning fat essentially instead of carbs. Um, but the thing with that is it takes some days to get into ketosis, which is when your body's using fat as, as its main energy source. And with that, if I was to Monday, Monday to Friday, I'd be fine. But at the weekend, if I was to have something that was quite high in carbs or you know pizza just just something because I, I was also not very committed to my diet at the time it would then take another week before I'd even start to be in ketosis again so I kind of felt like I was always never really getting into it because I, I wasn't committed enough and, and consistent enough with my diet you've got to be really 
you've definitely got to be very strict and very committed to it. I mean, I was right in the beginning when I was as big as I was, um, I was absolutely desperate. You know, it was that or at the time I was considering kind of, sur- you know, surgery, like some sort of gastric sleeve um, that my friend had, she'd had and, it, you know, it was really successful for her. Um so I was so desperate. I really was um, quite committed, but I wasn't counting things, if that makes sense. But the weight just kind of came off quite quickly and steadily, really. I was I really got into exercise and I was keeping to it. I wasn't kind of having high carbs at the weekend or anything like that. It was very, very strict. That's really great. And, and I mean, I, I'm sure that motivated you to keep going and to obviously increase it. And I know that you... Um, from looking at your Instagram, you're in the gym, and obviously completely changed the way you've you've eaten. You've gone on to lose, I think, seven stone. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, which is absolutely yeah. amazing. So, congratulations on that. And I, I want to ask you, as part of your journey, something that I was discussing with someone the other day. Do you remember a specific time or the first moment where someone noticed, said, "Hey, Sam, you, you've lost weight," or, or do you do you remember any kind of moments like that where you it became like solidified okay that is it someone else has noticed because I think that's a really important part of your journey there's been there's been loads of times I can't think of kind of the first initial time um because it's been quite it's been quite steady um but I know there's been a few times where I've bumped into people and I've said hello and they had no idea who I was um there's been a few people that just don't even recognize me and I've had to, you know, tell them who I am and they've gone, oh, you know, what? I can't believe it. I wouldn't have thought that was you. Um, I just don't look like the same person. Um, I've had to, like, change my ID badge at work because um, obviously sometimes we have to go into, like, prisons and different places and they just wouldn't accept it. I've been turned away because they just didn't think it, they, they weren't sure if it was me. Um, so there's been a few times that my partner really, I think probably was like, oh, you know, you're really doing it. I wasn't sure whether you'd stick with it, but you're doing really well. Um, which was nice. And yeah, that's really good. And, and now, because how, how long did it take you to lose that seven star? Is it something that's been going on for a number of years? How gradual was the process? And, um, also how, how are you finding it to maintain your current weight? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely not strict anymore <laughs> at all. Um, I'm just maintaining it re- really now, and um, I don't really want to lose anymore. I'm quite focused on strength training. Um, I do like quite a bit of um, yeah, like strength training with one one of my friends um, a few days a week. So I'm just working on maintaining. It. I'm not really working on losing, but um, I think the bulk of the weight I lost in the first year I think it took me about yeah maybe just over um and then lockdown hit but I'd I'd I'd, I started in 2019 um and yeah it took me about about a year but I'd got into I started going to the gym at that point but I already had a bit of a home routine set up as well so when lockdown um started I was doing a home routine anyway so the gym's closed but I still had quite a good routine I was going running and things like that um and um yes I think I'm I'm not I'm not sure I think I think about a year and then since then I've been maintaining you know up to 2022 
Um, I've definitely not been losing. I think I've gained probably half a stone in the past year, I think. Um, but it's not something that's just kind of come on rapidly or because I've been overeating. It's just it's just something. I don't know whether it's muscles. And I don't really weigh myself very often at all now. Okay, fair enough. And it sounds as if you're doing strength training as well, that it's quite possible that your body's changing shape and you could be gaining muscle. So that weight gain could not necessarily mean it's fat. That's that's right. I mean, the, my clothes still fit me. Just definitely, like you say, um, my body shape's really changed. And the most important thing, Sam, is regardless of whether it's a half a stone higher or lower, I, I'm guessing you're much happier now with the way that you look and inside. Yeah, yeah, def- definitely. A million, billion, billion percent. Just um, in every single way possible. <laughs> like just being able to buy clothes that I like, um, being able to just play with my kids, you know, like taking them to the park and playing rounders. And it's just it's stupid little things. Like um, we had like a family party and everybody was playing rounders. And I know before I would have never have joined in. I wouldn't have been able to run fast. Um, but you know, I can just do that. I can just get right the way around running as fast as I can. I'm not embarrassed, um, about doing that. Uh, just daft things I'm not embarrassed about at all. Go, you know, just going to the gym itself. I don't feel self-conscious. I know what I'm doing. I don't feel like people are looking at me because of my weight. Um, and if someone's looking at me, I'm usually thinking they're looking at me for another reason. Checking you out, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's nice. I mean, even just thinking things like that, you know, sometimes you do get checked out and it's nice because nobody had looked at me in a very long time. And I know that sounds awful, but I I just wasn't taking care of myself. I didn't really give anyone reason to look at me. I'm not saying people that are as big as I was, you know, people wouldn't look at them. Of course they would, but not the way that I was at that time because I just wasn't looking after myself at uh, all. I also think that you you transmit energy as well. But, you know, if, if you're... If you're not happy with yourself, your your whole body language, the way you carry yourself is completely different to someone with confidence. Yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely feel a lot more confident in myself. Um, just my relationship. It feels like we've gone back years, you know, like we're 19 again, basically now. Um, <laughs> just happy and in love. Not that we weren't in love before, but it was like this looming cloud over us. Um, we can do things together now. We go kayaking and walking and I'm I'm still like a little bit behind when we go for really you know long walks and it's uphill and stuff but I'm you know I'm still I'm keeping up it's not it's I don't know whether I don't think it's because of my weight holding me back it's probably just because I'm lazy I don't know but, but it sounds like you're holding your own which is is important and it just just by hearing the change in your voice and the tone in your voice from when we were talking about life before and life now I don't know if you've noticed it but when you listen back to this you know, it's completely it's sort of like talking to two different people almost. And so that is really nice to hear, you know, um, and congratulations once more. And, and Sam, two, two things before we finish the call today. Um, first of all, what advice would you give to somebody who is or, you know, in a current similar position to where you were or, or would just like to lose some weight or maybe start at the gym? What, what advice would you give from everything you've learned? I think just don't be scared to do it I think um just you you're the only person aren't you that's stopping yourself almost and you're the only person that can do anything about it 
nobody else can do anything um and i and i guess it's maybe if if you've noticed it and maybe if somebody else has said something else something that don't always take offense maybe it's they actually love you and they're, they're trying to help you and there's people around you that you know can help you to do that um i think just like joining in with what other people are doing as well if your friends talking about weight loss or maybe going to the gym tag along or just try you know having somebody there to go with you um and I guess if you've got PCOS I've, I've um I definitely think considering low carb um diet even it doesn't have to be keto I'm I'm not doing keto now um I just try and keep my carbs as, as low as I can but I, I still have snacks and treats and stuff I think just definitely consider it that's carbs are not your friend <laughs> they, do, they do not help when you when you know you, your body's struggling it's kind of crying out really to say stop eating so many because it's it's just not breaking down properly at all um but yeah I think just just do it don't don't keep waiting and waiting I think things get as it as it keeps getting higher the numbers keep getting higher it it gets harder um to lose and but then again, I think don't let that hold you back because you can, you can do it. Brilliant, Sam. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, now your Instagram is is really good, and I'd like to share that if that's possible with everybody. So would you mind if I add your Instagram account in the, as a link in the show notes? Would that be okay? That's great. Yeah, it's got loads of advice on there about low carb stuff, food mainly. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, it's really helpful. And, and just obviously seeing some of the things you eat, seeing you in the gym, it, it's very motivating for people. So I'll put the link in your show notes so people can go and check that out. And finally, I'd like to say congratulations on becoming our latest weight loss warrior and welcome to the party. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you today. So take care of yourself, Sam. Thank you. Oh, and you. Thank you. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new Weight Loss Warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.